show that we're recording. <laughs> I got two drinks to drink here, man. I got a board to set up. Yeah, so just take good pictures and then we'll be good. <laughs> oh, 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 now you're not getting any good pictures. <laughs> you look like a like a local news reporter. You may notice that our podcast may sound a little different. While we always wear a mask and social distance during recordings, Tom and I have moved to a more open and not so enclosed environment to ensure an even safer environment for recording. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Rode Microphones. Rode is an Australian-based audio equipment company with a great U.S. support team that makes quality consumer and professional microphones and accessories. Here at Two Weird Camera Beards, Tom and I use a Rodecaster Pro mixer and Rode pod mics to record each episode. If you're interested in Rode audio equipment, Midwest Photo is an authorized reseller, and you can find their products by visiting mpex.com and searching Rode. That's mpex.com, search R-O-D-E. And a special thanks to Ray Sherlow. Ray wrote the music that we use for the show. It's the song Try a Little Harder from his album Forward Facing. If you dig his music like I do, check out the link in the show notes. Thanks, Ray. Yesterday, or no, Friday was the last day for one of uh, the associates here that has worked here a very long time, and I feel uh, like we should give her a shout out because I think she's one of our biggest fans for the podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, a how, big, a big. I mean, uh, let's. This woman has been the backbone of our company and the front bone, all <laughs> of, the the whole the structure, structure. <laughs> and kept things in line. For almost three decades. Yeah. She has seen most of the staff we've referenced <laughs> in this podcast. Oh, yeah. Plus more uh, in that time. She started at Midwest what, in 94. I think that's right. <sighs> yeah. I think that's right. Yep. Uh, the founder of Midwest Photo, Stu Applebaum, actually hired her. <laughs> and... Uh, she has left our company, and mm-hmm. we want to give her the best of wishes. Mm-hmm. Well, wishes. Uh, Mar- she's on. To, she's doing something that she's so excited about. Yes, so very much so. We're excited for her as Absolutely. well for her new chapter in her life. And, and we want to give a big congratulations yeah. to Miss Marty McCutcheon. Yeah, who uh, whose last day was this past Friday. Mm-hmm. So that was. Yeah. What was your favorite? I, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Yeah. What's your favorite Marty moment that you've had? Oh man! Uh, so when I first started here, uh, I'll tell some of at the, the old shop, right? Yeah, at the old shop on High Street. Um, we I'm going to tell two stories. Uh, one of one of which is is uh, a little embarrassing, but 
back then, the mailman would come through the front door, and we had a basket at the front register that they dropped the mail off at. So I remember that when I started, I worked that front counter. That was that was my job. And like most people who start here, like right. even still, if you yeah. start here, you're going to start at the, the front, front counter, counter right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I would get the mail and I would take it back to her office, which was back then um, through a secondary doorway that was just past a rentals counter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I would take the mail into her and I would sing the mail song from Blue's Clues. Mm. And she loved it. Yeah. And so, yeah. So for her last day, I sing it to her one last time. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the other story I have uh, briefly is uh, I do have a medical condition, which. Uh, oh, this is a good one. <laughs> which does put me unconscious. Uh, it's totally under control and, and hasn't happened in some time. Um, but uh, for, you know, the very first time that ever happened, uh, it was in a public space and they had to call an ambulance and kind of uh, take me away to the ER to figure out what's going on with me. And Marty. Because it was on my lunch break, Marty got wind of it. Somebody who was taking their lunch at the same time was there, uh, Lisa Berba. And mm. she. <laughs> I thought for sure that you guys were so well known at Cornerstone yeah. at that time that they would have just run across the street and said, no. hey, you got a guy over here. That was, it was a lunch rush. It was lunch rush. I, I, mm. uh, I was about to leave the building because I just I wasn't feeling right. And uh, anyway, uh, so Lisa runs over. She tells Marty, hey, Kevin. <laughs> They just called the ambulance. He's getting picked up at Cornerstone Deli. So they take me away to Riverside ER, and Marty's like, nope, I'm coming with you. You're an employee here. I've got, I want to make sure everything's good. And <laughs> So mm-hmm. so uh, Marty came with me and uh, spent time with me in the ER when I was there. So That's great. Yep. Were you able to finish your deli wrap? Or? No, I actually never got to even order. Dang. Never got to even order. Yeah. Yeah, I think my my favorite Marty moment was just uh, this. I, I mean, there's so many, but the the thing that I look back on the most is like ev- when COVID first started. It was me, her, and Bill in the building, and we things were so like weird and unprecedented that we were just aloof and just goofballs a lot of the time. It was a lot of fun. It was yeah. like it's like uh. It felt a lot like the Breakfast Club or something like that, where you're just like the only ones in this massive building, yep. and you're just like, yeah, yeah, that's that's anarchy, cool. pure anarchy. <laughs> yeah. So thank but you, yeah. Marty, for all of your service over the years to to yeah. Midwest. It's it's meant quite a bit. Yeah, so. I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss working with you and putting. Yeah. Uh, putting some uh really silly stupid drawings on my <laughs> when i'm counting the till down at the end of the night and putting a little thanks marty there for you yeah oh uh, man all right so all right what are we what are we getting into today, into today kevin um well i'm i'm well into almost finishing my coffee and nearly mm. finishing my soda here mm. Um, big, big shout out to, uh, Mackie D's for filling me with high fructose corn syrup and parable coffee. Tom brought me some stickers. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that, Tom. Yeah. Big thanks to parable over there. If you, uh, if you haven't checked them out, make sure to check out parable, parable.com to check their uh, coffee offerings out and stop by their shop. It's a beautiful little space. I love it. It's so pretty. And I always, yeah. I just want to give them a huge shout out because their coffee is so freaking delicious. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's really good. Um, but today we are um, talking about 
the struggles of being a photographer. We had to switch our topics up at the very last second. So if Tom and I sound hmm. <laughs> like we're being cut off if guard. If we're <laughs> struggling to talk about struggles of being a photographer, yep. that's that's why. Yep. But uh, we're, we're, I think that it's going to be a good episode. How appropriate. Because, I'm excited. you know, I've always felt photographers do everything kind of like last second E. By nature, I know more. I, I know more photographers that are procrastinators than are not. So, I don't know which where that comes from. I don't know if that comes from photographers being procrastinators because I don't. I think a lot of the photographers that that I've got in my mind are very much preparers, but I think that they get last second requests that mm. they accommodate because they're good people and they know good customer service and they just work within their abilities to make those those things happen yeah yeah and i think the nature of like a lot of photography like uh event photography and stuff like that you're expected to think on your feet and Mm -hmm. and think with little to no preparation to what's going on in the moment and maybe that's why i think that way is because i know more i think event photographers than you know commercial uh studio um more more than anything else yeah i've met more of them than i have other yeah types yeah they're really good at adapt readapt app <laughs> apt act <laughs> are you writing this yeah. down <laughs> but for those for those unaware that was an office reference which mm. is an nbc hit show between 2006 oh and 2000 uh, yeah 2000 mm-hmm. what 14 13 i don't know i don't know man. i don't know the span of the show whatever okay it was an office reference. sometimes i start a sentence and i have no idea where it's going to go there's another one <laughs> um okay so do we want to do we want to dive in there any thoughts you want to give beforehand because mm. i don't think so should i mm. should i have something prepared <clears throat> i'm struggling here <laughs> To um, search my mind for something to say. I should also mention we're recording the video of this. And you know what? I think I might I might just... And there's Tom waving. Hello, if, uh, guys. If you're watching this, maybe I'll put it on YouTube. Maybe we'll put it on our, our gram so you can watch it on IGTV. Mm. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure something out with it. We'll do something. Maybe pick out a highlight. Like, this is the highlight. <laughs> and uh, then we'll, like, put that clip of video. I was, I was just imagining us, like, chatting and it being, <laughs> like, the form being, a, like, a sports highlight reel. Like, like you know, in hockey, it's big hits or, like, goals. Or in football, it's, like, the big touchdowns. But here, it's just us, like, let's see. That's let's... a very good point you made there. Yeah, it's all yeah. <laughs> Let's see that block again, Tom. <laughs> so, well, I think that in... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about some of the struggles that we may face let's when, do it. when it comes to uh, being a photographer, working out artwork, things like that. These are some mm-hmm. uh, questions, uh, some struggles, and some solutions uh, that we mostly Maddie uh, uh, has has come up with for us, yeah. and we we you know we help her come up with these topics, and she's always a phenomenal resource that comes up with these types of things. So. These are things we've experienced through confidence. Sometimes you, uh, we look at other photographers' work, and it's phenomenal. It is awe-inspiring, but then you look at your own work, and you're like, Pfft. Yeah, or, or you just struggle in the moment to 
be the confident leader of whatever of like if you're shooting portraits or anything like that trying to like instill confidence that the person that you're photographing is going to trust you and all that stuff too oh, yeah. i think that's a big thing but yeah i think i think confidence is such a big thing for photography and so many other things just to um yeah just to, like i don't know this 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 episode is making me think about our failure to to like like a willingness to fail episode a Iconic lot too. Iconic episode. Yeah. But I think uh I think that this Am I allowed to call it iconic without coming off as like uh, a little arrogant? I mean it's iconic within the context of our very non-iconic uh podcast, but yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> within <laughs> like in relation to things, I think it's iconic. <laughs> it's, it's the one that we reference the most for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. It's I think it's the one that we enjoyed the most and it's the one that I hear the most feedback about yeah. from like customers and listeners and stuff. So, yeah. Uh I didn't mean to go off on a tangent on you like that. You're good. You're um, good. But yeah, I think uh, is is there are there things that you still struggle in confidence with with photography? Um, yeah, I do for sure. Uh, consistency, you know, I want like <clears throat> when I, I I haven't sat down and captured, um, you know, somebody in some time, but in like a studio session, and then then across all of my work that's in not in studio. I'd say consistency is something that I, I struggle mm. with in my confidence because I like I want to put my work out there, but at the same time, if I don't have a consistent like look, some mm -hmm. people have like a look like we like the Steph episode we talked about dark and moody versus the light and airy, yeah, and how a wedding photographer or engagement photographer might have one of the two looks. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I still struggle with saying confidently. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've got this look. This is my look. Like somebody can look at it and be like, "That's a Kevin yeah. Deskin's portrait." You know what's funny about that? <clears throat> I think I think you're definitely not alone in that. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of a lot of people struggle oh, with yeah. that. And I think that um, like I think we even talked about that in the Pastor Next episode of like of like um, establishing your look and kind of whittling it down and having some sort of focus to your branding. But I think. It's funny how much people think about that of like having a brand and having a look, but really if you're doing it, it's going to be you. It's almost unavoidable. It's almost more difficult to do the other, yeah. I think. Yeah. In terms of like trying to like if I tried to emulate your style, I think I would have way more trouble than like just taking a picture that Tom would take, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I I feel like I struggle for the opposite. Like I do the same thing all the time. Yeah, and I think I've I've talked about watching this show um in the store before it's called fast foodies and it's mm. about these three chefs and they have a celebrity guest on and the celebrity guest tells them their favorite fast food fast food dish mm. i swear this connects i bet that's a really good podcast it would be a good podcast so what they do is they they say this is my favorite fast oh food. it's a show it's a show yeah. i'm sorry i, I misunderstood no, no, no. no it's a it's a tv show um so that's good it is it's yeah. it makes you hungry for sure yeah. so they take the fast food and they say okay this is uh <laughs> um this is my favorite dish yeah and then the the three fancy chefs they try to recreate that dish so mm. like it's a McDonald's. so they'll try to make like a crunchwrap supreme or something like that they had like a mcdonald's fish fillet mm. they had a, i would not put that on someone's favorite 
<laughs> dish. That, you, that was Andy Richter's favorite food. Really? Yeah, that was his favorite favorite fast food dish. I guess um, he's British, right? No, Andy Richter's American. British. Oh, huh. Yeah. But anyway, so then Oh, they, I was... Okay, never mind. I was thinking of the guy, comedians in cars. Or uh, not, not comedians in cars. The carpool karaoke guy. James Gordon. Yeah, I was thinking of yeah. him. But now I understand. I'm so sorry. they have all these dishes. They've done like uh, Gordina Supreme Crunch. They've done a... a Fish fillet, uh, Panda Express orange chicken, um, In and Out burger. So they do all these dishes, but them as chefs, mm-hmm. here's how it translates. Here's how it connects. Mm. They try to recreate that, but they can't but help put their own mm-hmm. spin on the dish. Yeah, to their own taste. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, because it's hard to like, I've, yeah. And that's how photographers are. They, yeah. they, they, they want to shoot something that they've seen before, but they w- might put their own look onto it. Yeah, put a little bit of their own spices <laughs> and stuff in there. Into that, that's kind of when uh, there's this old, uh, very inappropriate saying, saying, kill your heroes, which is like, you know, take what you look up to and yeah. uh, uh, m- destroy it and make your own, like, status. And Well, and I think part of that, too, is, like, your heroes are fictional. Like, yeah. you're projecting. yeah. Yeah. So uh, do your own thing. And that's yeah. that's kind of how I, when I look at another photographer and I'm like, oh, I wish I could be as good as them. I'm like, no, no, no you got to shake it off. Yeah. And you got to like make your own mark. Like they've yeah. made their mark. Yeah. So that's, I how like I that a lot. that's how I approach it. I like um, that a lot. <clears throat> the other thing. So did you, do you, do you bring up practicing prepare? Like if you, if you want to grow confident in shooting and seem confident during a shoot, hmm. practice and prepare. That's yeah, a, something that that Maddie put here. There's a lot of things too that just you you're only gonna get comfortable with it by doing it. It's like pub like I really think that event photography or any social photography where you're photographing people is like public speaking. You just have to do it until you don't hate it anymore. Like I don't think it comes naturally to many people at all. Yeah. Um. And then once you get good at it, I think that you like I genuinely still really enjoy it. I like. Yeah, that's that's part of the reason why I like working here so much is to just like I'm I've gotten so comfortable just around people and making small talk and mm-hmm. learning about other people and stuff. But yeah, I I like that. I think I think that's yeah. Practice and prepare. Just keep doing it and just plow through it. There's an old uh, Maddie's gonna hate me for this because it's gonna be another thing that I'm gonna have to find a link to that <laughs> is gonna come late. But <laughs> there's an old Ira Glass video oh, on like exactly which one on you're talking creativity. about. Creativity. And yes. it really it relates to what Forrest was talking about last week too, yep. in terms of just like creativity will find you, but it's gotta find you working or something like that. Like that Picasso quote that he made. Yeah. But also like there's that Ira Glass video that's uh, that's essentially like it was my mantra going through schooling and it was just like it's going to get difficult. You're going to struggle with finding creativity and originality throughout the process, but just keep doing it. And like, I don't know, just as a little, another little tangent here, like that, the episode that we did on our locations, our favorite locations Mm -hmm. yesterday, I went to a couple spots that I'd been driving around the past few weeks and i got out of the car i parked the car got out walked around and stuff i probably was shooting for an hour and a half of just wandering around and shooting and i was like 
it was so nice and refreshing to do that again. Like I I hadn't done that in so long and I feel like it was very inspiring to me. Like in terms of like one of the things that drew me to photography in the first place was just there's a meditation to it of just organizing things that you're looking at Mm -hmm. through the viewfinder in a way that's visually appealing and just finding the form and making sense of it all and all that. And I, I really enjoy that. Uh, so I found this Ira Glass quote, and I think we should use that for the quote at the end of this episode. So okay. we'll, we'll save that to the end. And all. Since you've got it on your computer monitor, I'll let you read out loud. Yes. I think our listeners would probably enjoy a break from me <laughs> reading out loud, too. I'm, thank you for tolerating my, my poor reading skills, guys. Um, okay, so the other kind of struggles that you can face, uh, we kind of, the confidence one was big. Um, so mm-hmm. I think we should just talk on this next one and then my, move on to some of the more like technology events, Mm -hmm. uh, struggles, um, where we live. So obviously in Ohio, uh, (laughs) we have two seasons, one, which is wonderful. And the other three are awful. Uh, (laughs) just go back to California already, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just No, fall can be, fall can be very beautiful. It's my wife's favorite season. Um, although I think it's always hit or miss season, Mm -hmm. uh, year to year. Um, which is why I prefer summer because it's always so consistent, mm-hmm. um, which is blazingly hot, uh, which is what air conditioners were invented for. In any here, case, here in Ohio or there in California? Well, here in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. August no. can be brutal. No, where I lived in California, I don't think you understand, man. It was a consistent like 55 to 78 degrees year round there wasn't like i when i came back i had to like bear, shut up dig out shut up coat. about the sun <laughs> shut up about shut the up sun. about the california <laughs> yeah um so yeah um where we live the weather is a constant battle and you just never you kind of have to check the forecast in ohio depending on where you are you might also have to check the forecast or just limit yourself to shooting seasonally um which i mean if teachers Teachers are, you know, very, uh, they're multifaceted, they're talented folks, they know how to work on a budget. Some teachers opt to get paid year round, some just get opt to paid during the school year. Hmm. So if you're a photographer, you too could figure it out. Like, it's going to take some work, you're going to have to sit down and, and crunch the numbers and everything and put, put in the work, but... You know what's great about really crappy weather? What? The ability to learn studio lighting. Ah! <laughs> this is true, too. Yeah. I I think that that's a great opportunity. I forget I forget who I would... It was probably a professor, like Ted Forbes, on, in the art of photography or something. But, yeah, that's like... Just learn how to shoot indoors if that's what you've got. Like, yeah. Right. And also, I don't know. That's That's been one of my kind of things, too, is like uh identify your weaknesses and attack them yeah and just like make sure that you're always like finding your weakest point and just making it making it not so weak making it a strong point for yourself yeah like if your weak point is that your fingies get cold come Mm. pick up some pro master gloves (laughs) you see what i did there time or uh join me on trying to figure out excel and (laughs) <laughs> so that you can understand some of the things that, that Ken says during meetings and stuff. Pivot table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm slowly picking up on pivot tables, Ken. <laughs> I know that he probably won't hear this, but yeah. Oh, he will. Oh, he will. He'll listen to this part and then he'll look over at you. 
He's I don't know how people that work with us listen to this podcast if they do. Because they listen. To I would this not want to anyway. listen to my voice that much. I certainly uh, don't like to listen to my voice. Uh, <laughs> me neither. Your voices. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, the weather the weather can be limiting, but there's ways around that and stuff. There's been some really creative solutions to some of that, some of those things too. Like I I saw. Where was it? Was it? It was on one of the blog sites like Petapixel or F Stoppers or something like that, and it showed it was a Sigma article on building a one-way glass, like plexiglass window at the bottom. Like when you pull up one of the windows in your house, you would insert this kind of this apparatus so that you could have a bird feeder directly outside of it and they wouldn't be able to see your movement inside. Mm-hmm. And so you could shoot basically bird portraits with a 50 millimeter. Got it. So like there's there's been some really creative solutions to a lot of that stuff. And yeah, I mean, there's also a lot of products that are made to shoot out in inclement weather and stuff like that. And yeah. yeah. Um, the next thing is something that, uh, my wife, who is also a photographer, by the way, if you didn't, if you didn't know Tom, that's one, uh, <laughs> <laughs> for those and, who are counting, and the counter has begun. Yeah. Um, we'll have her on one day as a guest. I promise you. I um, would love that. Right. I think Ashley and I, I, you I, guys are just going to team up on me. I was going to say, but I think that. It, yeah, I feel like I would be talking to her and asking her all of the questions and it would turn into the the Tom Learns About Ashley Everything podcast. But yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so this is something that, um, that, like I said, she enjoys doing, but feeling prepared that can be a struggle for some people. Um, like oh, we're, yeah. We're got, we've got some vacations planned this year. Um, That's such a... Or if you're if you've got like a, a day of mini shoots going on, which she's had before as well, um, this is her thing: lists, lists, and even more lists. Mm-hmm. And in particular, some people like the digital lists. Like there's different apps you can download, which is my thing. Mm-hmm. She actually has several notebooks, mm-hmm. and she makes she physically writes out her like lists. little moleskin notebooks or something. Not even mole like the cheap. You go to the dollar store, like Target. little legal pads and stuff. Just those like wire bound mm. little little yeah. notebooks. So and she makes she makes checklists. Yeah, lots, I think that lots that's and lots of checklists. That's another thing that I think is very common. There's a lot of so there's some there's, this kind of connects to our first thing with confidence because I think that a lot of photographers who struggle to like start shooting a new type of uh, photography or something like that, or are just new to it. They don't want to do like paid shoots. They don't want to do a certain kind of shoot or something like that because they don't want to feel unprepared in the moment. They want to feel like they've got the answers. They want to feel like they've, they're confident and they're, and that they're going to have a solution every step of the way. Right. Which isn't always going to be the case, but I think there are definitely a lot of people that like, I don't know. Just just here in the shop as a as a little bit of uh, an example. Uh, Cheyenne, mm-hmm. our used specialist here. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's her. That, <laughs> that that sample's way louder than ours, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to tune that down in the in post. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, she 
she shoots a lot of large format. She shoots a lot of studio work. She also does like birding and stuff like that. It it kind of surprises me the the wide range of photography that she does. But she has one way of doing a shoot, and that is to just she has a list in her mind, and she just goes and just it looks like a giant mess to anyone looking from the outside. Mm-hmm. But if you talk to her, you know that she knows exactly what she's got in her bag. She knows exactly yeah. what each thing is for. <laughs> Whereas I think someone like Gracie would, she'd write that list on a notepad like Ashley does mm-hmm. six times and be like, oh, I was missing the grip head. I need the grip head too. Mm-hmm. And like just, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, Whatever works for I don't think, I don't think I've you. ever seen, you know, I don't think I've ever seen Cheyenne shoot before. And I'd be really interested in watching really? a shoot. Well, yeah, I've just seen her shoot like, in the shop, but not. You're right. I haven't I should, seen her in her I'm, studio work. I think at some point I'm going to offer to a sister. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd really like to see her work. I'm you know, what'd be curious. cool. What's that? Is if we did an on location podcast with her, with like a Meet the Team podcast or something. Okay, a, a series that doesn't exist yet for us. But if we did one in her studio oh, that yeah. she's got, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I think that that w- that would be a lot of fun. Yep. I okay. mean, obviously, I just invited myself to her studio, mm-hmm. so she would have to accept that as well. But I mean, you should probably bring a gift or something. Yeah, maybe some parable. Uh, some parable. Uh, does she do coffee? I can't remember. Does she drink coffee? They've got other things. Yeah, they've I got they even. That. What's the what's the restaurant that's there? It's like commune or common table or something like that. Anyway, uh, they've got table was in Clintonville. They've that's got delicious now. food there as well too. So snacks. Yeah. Okay, so uh, those are your... <laughs> Back on track. <laughs> food. Obviously, we yeah. burned through so much caffeine. At some point, we are gonna we might need to take a break for some food or yeah, we've more, already, even more caffeine. We've already talked about fast food and snacks and... Yeah. yeah. You know where we are. We're all over the place. Um, so those are your general struggles. And then you have more of your technological, technologically related struggles your tech technology struggles limitations due to technology those right? those hurdles that may involve tech mm-hmm. yes it's, there's it's we've got to have one way to one more way to put that statement, um, something right? that might trip you up that's related <laughs> to technology you took that literally great <laughs> um, and there's the things that are like uh tech technology that yeah. you have a hard time getting through we're we're talking about gas here right Gear acquisition syndrome. <laughs> We're talking about yeah. I mean yeah. Gas a is, little bit. Gas is one way to call it. Um, some the constantly feeling like the thing your the tool that you're using isn't working for what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, it's like the my my friend Randall. Sup Randall. Uh, Sup Randy. <laughs> he's got this. <laughs> <laughs> when we're hanging out and he's on his phone and he he puts something in the in the basket on the uh, in the shopping site Delicious. one more <laughs> one more purchase towards happiness is like <laughs> is kind of the is the move but oh, man. doesn't work out always <laughs> yeah um but yeah <laughs> um, dead air, great. Dead air. I'll edit it out. Uh, we thank you. <laughs> we so how often? This is a question I I want to dive in with you before we dive into some of these struggles that people may face. But uh, mm, feeling like what is that question? Your feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
You good? <laughs> you know, you know, on Smartless where they where they interrupt uh, <laughs> when they Mike interrupt uh, Bateman, and they're just like at the end of this twenty minute thought, there will be a question. I promise you. Are you calling me Bateman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Bateman and I would get along just fine. You, I'm sure it would be very long winded that conversation. <laughs> nah, we'd we'd go snowboard somewhere, and while well, you guys joke around about us, whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> feeling like your gear is always outdated. We're getting back on track here. How often, Tom, do you upgrade your camera? Oh, boy. Let's, let's start with an easier question. How often do you upgrade your cell phone? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not very often for either of those. I guess more frequently for the camera as of recent. Uh, I had so. <laughs> you want me to go? You want me to tell you the the life the life, I guess the history of my camera purchases. No, It'll be quick. Not. It'll be real quick. All right, let's go. Let's hear it. Nikon D eighty, okay. Nikon D three hundred S, D seventy one hundred, Yep, D seventy two hundred. Right. Rented D seven fifty for a long time. You just rented it long term. I no. I would just when I needed it. Got it. I'd okay. rent it from you from Midwest Photo. Um, and then I finally, like I owned the D7200. So for most shoots, that was fine. And then if I needed the D750, I would use the 7200 as a backup. Mm-hmm. And then I finally, a couple years ago, bought the Z6 because I was just waiting for new technology. Because mm-hmm. even though I was renting the D750, it was still, it had been out for like three or four years, even when I was renting it. So it was like, it was just dated then, mm-hmm. like with autofocus points, tracking, all that stuff. And then, so I got the Z6, and and then really like a year and a half later, I got the Z6 too, and now I feel like I'm just good for a while. Mm-hmm. Because, though, I mean, the Z6 too solved everything that was wrong with the Z6 original for me. The one card slot, it wasn't that snappy in terms of like, uh, like just... So, like, it just took a second to think sometimes. Whereas the dual processor and the new Z6 II, it's just, it, it thinks as quickly as I do, which isn't very fast. So, yeah. So, what I'm hearing here is that you were too impatient for a firmware upgrade, so you just upgraded the entire body. I mean, a firmware update wouldn't have given it another <laughs> processor, though. That's or the Or the tracking ability. The move, like, so in the Z6 original, you have to do the autofocus selection that selects the entire field and it's picking it for you and in, in order to do the eye and face autofocus detect. Mm-hmm. But in the Z6 II, you can do like a square so you can move around that point and at least give it an idea where you where that face is. So you can pick the person in the front row rather than the person in the back row for like group photos and stuff. Anyway, that's, yeah. I, not very frequently do I up- upgrade my camera. <laughs> Okay. How often do you stay on your phone? I'm on an iPhone 8S or whatever. So, yeah. That's, Dang. That's where I'm at. Okay. And um, I got that refurbished. <laughs> I got the, I purchased that as a refurbished model because I, like, the, a phone is not a fun piece of technology for me. <laughs> interesting. It's, okay. an, it's an annoying, cumbersome 
stupid thing that does too many things that wants my attention all the time <laughs> that I have very little patience for. So it's worse than a pet. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. It doesn't. It doesn't sit on your lap and purr. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, doesn't, doesn't purr. I guess you know it's got the vibration notifications. Oh, whatever. Okay, so I upgrade to 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 make everybody feel a little bit better. You're gonna keep your glass forever. It, um, and there's not the no, good glass, the good glass. And unless you're shooting an insanely <laughs> high amount of volume, or there's one very particular feature that you feel like is going to take your work to the next level, you really shouldn't be upgrading every year. I'm, I, I know that sounds counterintuitive to say as a camera store, but <laughs> yeah, uh, pump yeah. the brakes and yeah. work on your work before you think that a piece of gear is going to make things better. Sometimes it really does, but sometimes it really like it, yeah. There's, there's a perceived a, like this is gonna make everything better, and it there, if there, that's your if that's your crutch. I mean, there there are the times where you see somebody shooting video with uh with a Canon Rebel T3i that they've had for years, and then they upgrade to like an EOS R R6, and you're like. Yeah, you're gonna. Things are gonna be easier for you now with yeah, the, with sure. all of that. But then there's also the people that are like, I've got a One DX Mark II, and I'm gonna get the One DX Mark III, and I'm shooting pictures of my pets, and it's like, yeah, you're not gonna see the differences. Not at all. Um, um, but yeah. So I mean, I upgrade. So here's here's kind of my rule of thumb. I try not to upgrade my phone that often, but it turns out that it looks like I upgrade my phone probably every two to three years. Which is probably what Apple wants. Yeah, honestly, it, it usually comes down to like something stops working on it or the battery goes to to crap. Yeah, and then with my cameras, it, <laughs> it looks like I'm currently like on a pattern of an average of every four years I upgrade my camera. So I try to make it last quite a that bit. Seems about right. And my last camera, it's I, about the same for me. Like cameras and computers are kind of similar on a similar track, like four to five years. Yeah, and my last camera really was just a lateral move because I was looking to uh, spur more shooting, and I felt like something about my last camera was holding me back from mentally getting past that. Like you need to use this more, and I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I was. I'm not. Still not sure what was going on there but in any case um it was also during covid so that probably had something to do with it there's just mental health in general during covid yeah valid point but uh yeah i think there's a lot of people that come in very regularly and they think that uh, like they think that the cameras like you said is going to solve all their problems but what we try to do is you know, like we hope that people look inward first yes to make sure that it's not the camera or that it for sure is the camera and not them but a lot of the times like like everything like sometimes you need some help with that to see that mm -hmm. sometimes you need somebody to walk you through like oh you're not happy with your images because they're all blurry because your autofocus settings are not not at all what they should be for the, the yeah. type of thing you're shooting even i mean so just as an example before we move on um Sigma art lenses have a very shallow depth of field, which means a lot of the image is out, is out of focus. And just a small sliver appears to be in focus, which is a look that a lot of people like. You get that really dreamy, blown-out background and stuff, especially for wedding shooters. And there's a lot of people that when they get that lens, or one of those lenses, they come in and they're like, 
why is everything so blurry? Like uh, when I zoom in on the eye, it's not in focus. And it's like, try AFS, try autofocus continuous or uh, AFC. AFC. I'm sorry. Or Al Servo on Canon. Like just try, try the one that's going to focus with their movement. Because if you're shooting portraits and you're not on a tripod, both of you are doing very subtle, slight movements, leaning inward and outward. Like, and it's it's very rarely going to hit focus, but yeah, and that's... I and I think if you are looking to to really if you know that you need a mirror put in front of you and you need some like some talking to that's going to give you honest answers, might I recommend regularly working with one of our salespeople? And I'll tell you, there are three in this building that do a great job of giving their regular customers like i wouldn't even call it tough love it's more just like an honest talk just some to. guidance yeah yeah and if you t if you are a regular customer of sunny jones steph parker or anna Camphouse, i'd say that those three if you regularly work with them and you come in and you say hey i'm thinking about getting this one of those three is going to be like do you really think that you like i know that you're i know that you're picking three because of the simplicity of it but i it's really your wholesale store. it is it it's is real, like tj tj's yes. great with that yes gracie's great with that aaron's really good with that i mean our whole rental team that's a lot of what they do is consulting yeah like most of what they do i guess most of what we all do here is consulting and they're going to ask you some questions and they're going to be honest with how in their experience and what they have seen with other customers and their own work and everything uh what you really need yeah and, and they're going to be honest with you yeah um going past that um obviously there are other gear struggles that i would are <laughs> easily mitigated here oh they're so frustrating though when they the, happen they're frustrating. they happen to everyone they're frustrating but they're easily mitigated with uh just a slightly expanded budget if you if you could make it happen um dead batteries okay so always pack like three batteries i always have two in my bag because nothing i'm shooting day to day is that serious yeah but i also have one of those like promaster dually chargers where I can plug it into my like anchor power bank and have it charging while I'm like it's in my bag. Yeah. And I don't Or you can plug it into like the a lot of people have USB ports in their cars now so yeah. you can charge it on the way to the event or exactly. something. Exactly. I love those. Yeah. I so, think Yeah, those the like a dead battery, like there's nothing worse than showing up to what you think's gonna be a uh, simple shoot and you turn on the camera and you've got one bar to try to accomplish everything, everything in yeah especially on mirrorless like that's not happening yeah at this point but yeah um memory cards whether they're missing forgotten uh corrupted whatever oh my god have some extra memory cards and get yourself a nice memory card wallet and don't have them just like dancing around your pockets or whatever with your keys because that's just gonna ruin them yeah might i add so i was shooting with my wife's camera the other day and i pulled out a memory card and i was like how old are these things and i don't even want to tell you how old they are but they're past their their expiration date and i pulled it out of the camera and <laughs> it split it was one of those old crappy uh sdhcs you want to take a look at my oh memory my card God, Tom. <laughs> tom's got one in there is that safe the 256 megabyte <laughs> so i've got a couple so you're you, i mean you, you might a, as well be you got I've a got, two gigabyte in there which i've is, got three two gigabyte cards oh which God. i specifically have for my old canon camcorder that takes dv tapes because it maxes out at two. Oh boy but yeah they're old and yeah but 
at the same time, if you take care of your cards, if you like, and I don't, I don't. I like shoot that it. little rugged case. That's nice. Yeah, the I've, Promaster rugged uh, case is really like nice. Those. It's a waterproof. It's almost like a tiny little pelican case. I like the uh, the little card things too. The ones that hold four, and you can just slip them oh, in yeah. your pocket. I always have. One you of always those have too. one in your pocket. I used to have. I want to have one in my bag all the time, but yeah. I don't have it in my pocket anymore. I'll take pictures of both of these when we finish up here. Yeah, we'll post them. But yeah, it's it's one of those things that like. Uh, the so I don't know which is worse, putting a memory card in your camera and having it be full of images that you haven't backed up yet, Ugh. that you can't like format, reformat, yeah, or having a card that just won't is non-responsive at all, because both not. are completely useless in a moment where you need to shoot. Yeah, I'd say I'd say the one that's um, non-responsive or corrupted is going to be the the one that doesn't work for me because I <laughs> usually have I usually have my laptop on me which has a memory card built reader built into it and I just slip it in there, dump it real fast on a desktop and sure. take care of it later. I try not to do that, but you know, no, it happens. But uh, yeah, I think yeah. Um, so the other, I mean, that kind of transitions really easily into just taking care of everything. Tom, Tom mentioned like getting a nice, I, I said, get a nice case for you. He's got these nice cases. He's going to take photos of nice cases are not that much either. And they're really like the, not. this ProMaster, the rugged one. Yeah. Like we've got it in different configurations for different card types. Yeah. It's 20 bucks oh. and I've had mine for three years. That's a cheap insurance policy right yeah. there. That's a super cheap insurance policy for cards that you spend good money on. And the other thing that I like about it is it's got this red band around it. So in my black case, you can see, it, you can easily, yeah, you can find it real quick. Yep. Yeah. That's why, uh, by the way, if you don't know this, uh, so for folks listening, I used to work for think tank bags. Mm -hmm. Um, wait, your wife does what? Hush. Photographer. Hush. <laughs> so I used to work for think tank and do you know why they have gray interiors on think tank bags? So you can find stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Do you know why there are such bright colors on some of their memory card wallets? So you can find them. So you can find them. Yeah. That's the whole purpose. Yeah. Yep. I like, yeah, the, I don't know why some camera man, there's some camera bag manufacturers make black internals for their cases. I actually, the, the hockey bag that I got, uh huh has reflective material on the inside. Ooh, fancy. So it uh, literally, if you get any amount of light in it, it illuminates the rest of the bag so you can see what's in it. It's so smart. That's fancy. Um, okay, so get a good camera bag, get a good memory card case. Just do it already. When you, just do it, do it. <laughs> do Five, that before four, upgrading three, your camera. Two, one, say, say yes. Don't forget about the little things. Do that before you <laughs> upgrade your camera that you don't really need to upgrade. Yeah, also, when you go to buy a new camera, consider uh, a warranty because they're a lot easier to deal with than insurance companies. When, if you like, a lot of people will have- You're talking drops and spills plan, not yeah. like necessarily like a manufacturer warranty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, uh, yeah, 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 we yeah. sell, we sell, we have warranties on our website. We've got warranties here in our store. When you buy a camera, we offer it to you. It's up to you. It's a cheap insurance They've policy. saved some butts. Like they, they yep. we've had a lot of customers. And they come have, with free cleanings too, which yeah. is just convenient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sensor cleaning. Um, it's normally fifty bucks. You get two of those a year with your. And with some the people, cost of the some warranty. people say, hey, you know, I've got it as a writer on my renter's insurance or my homeowner's insurance, but you know, there's, then there's no deductible on these. Right, though. there's no deductible on them. It's not going to make your rate increase. Plus, it's a it's a place that actually that's what they do is work on cameras. Yeah, it's a repair. It's a certified repair facility. Yeah, not some hooligan that's going to be like, yeah, I work with the insurance company. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I think that that's also just a testament of like 
not to make this super addy or like whatever with uh, we it's we a podcast passed. for a camera store but yeah we only sell things that we like and that we have good success with we're not going to sell Duh. you a warranty that's a that's literally just another another money thing to add on or anything it's like a legitimate thing that we actually like yeah like most of us buy it with our cameras yep forest last week yep Saved his EOSR when its water bottle exploded. Uh, yeah. By the way, heads up if you're listening to this and you missed that last week we had a new oh, episode. So good. Go back and listen. Where are they now? We'll have we'll have more I miss soon. Forest. Um, okay, so let's move on to event struggles. I miss Forest too. Um, your subject. This is as a wedding <laughs> shooter. As a wedding shooter, I think even Steph mentioned this in this in the Steph Parker wedding episode. Uh, your subjects are running behind for their shoot, for their wedding, for their engagement. It always happens. I was going to say it's a miracle if it's on time. It yeah, never, like if it's, it's on, never on time. If you're expecting everything to be on time and you're a photographer, I got some bad news for you. Or if you're, I feel like if the wedding is running on time, it, it's probably because of the photographer organizing things in a good way. Yeah. Um, now, now, keep in mind, too, if, if you were the subject in this and you've had your photo taken or you're considering in the future getting your photo taken for a wedding or an engagement and the photographer is taking a little longer, it's because they care. It's not because they're, like, taking their merry old time and just lollygagging. Like, they really want to make great... If they're a good photographer. Yeah, yeah. they want to great make great images for you that are going to stand the test of time and that you're going to cherish later on when you're an old person. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you are an old person and you're listening to that. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, but compromise, compromise with the client, compromise with the photographer, whichever seat you're in. Exercise patience. Exercise patience. Don't be me. Mm-hmm. The impatient one. The next one is your client wants something that just is not possible. What does that even mean? Everything's possible. Not necessarily. Come on. With any budget, you got you no, the like, ceilings the limit. <laughs> I want like okay, your client comes to you and they're like, I want my first dance to be I want you to photoshop me out of the dance floor and put me dancing with my groom on top of the Burj Khalifa. Great. No. I just I just upped my rate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get your passports. <laughs> Get your passports and your harnesses. But for real, though, for real, um, what's her last name? Megan, Studio 22 Photography. Megan Allen. Megan Allen. Megan Allen, yeah. If you want, if you want to, yeah. Hey, Megan, love your work. If you want to see a photographer who literally the sky is the limit, go check her work out because, like, she'll figure out a way to make it work. But yeah, budget's gonna go up if you're asking for that stuff. Yeah, so it's kind of it, and this is something that you can explain to your client in a very. <laughs> it should be pretty easy to like explain the budget that you're working with and that they're working with and what they're asking for. Yeah, but you've got to do it in, in a diplomatic way. Sure, you've sure. got to do it in a way where you're like, okay, here's the thing. You go and you get your oil changed. If you want it done in five minutes, then obviously they're gonna have to put a bunch of people back. It's gonna cost them money, which means it's gonna cost you you money. Mm-hmm. You're jumping in line and you're paying for it. Yeah. So with photography, if you want something like, <laughs> yeah, if you want something that's getting up in a magazine, you better be ready to pay rates that like Condé, Condé Nast is paying photographers, yeah. which is probably not that much. To be honest. Yeah. But it'll get you so much exposure, Kevin. Pay, I can't pay my bills and exposure. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think it, it, that is something that is really difficult though when when you're working with a client. 
uh, of trying to accomplish what they like things that don't appear to be pos- possible, especially in like short time periods. Like, I think really what we're talking about here is less of like requests of ex- like of like crazy. I don't know, like crazy requests, like oh, I want to photograph us on the beach during sunset and blah 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 really the impossibility there is that's when your first dance is so when are we going to like pick one yeah like that's really the impossibility of just like of just uh timelines during a lot of these kind of shoots yeah and making things work within that right so um the nice thing about that though is with a lot of those challenges a lot of the times you can work out some efficiencies and things and it'll make you better. It'll actually, it may allow you to offer something that other photographers can't offer. Mm-hmm. Just thinking, um, Rob, my, like my, he's basically a mentor for me. He still is a mentor. Rob for McCormick. Me. Rob McCormick. Mr. McCormick. He, he got a lot of gigs because of the things that he did like that. Like, uh, we need, to we need 400 headshots in the span of one hour because Ooh. that's when everybody's doing their lunch break he worked out a way to do it he charged for it but he worked out a way to do it and no other photographer could offer that mm-hmm. so if there's if you can find a way a lot of the times it is going to reward you mm-hmm. so yeah if you build it they will come let them come first and make their demands and you'll appro- you'll, you'll then you'll build it you'll adjust yeah <laughs> then you'll build it um, okay, you want to do some? You want to do some hot takes? Hot takes. Yeah. I think oh, we yeah. need a hot takes intro. Hot do, takes. do 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 hot takes. Then we need something like grilling. That, that was the sizzle. <laughs> we just did it. Those are a couple bratwursts on the grill, just kissing the flames. You know. That was just weird. It's all right. <laughs> weird can be good sometimes, Kev. Oh, let's let's boy. let it get weird. I guess we're two weird camera beards. Yeah. Oh, hey, they said the name of the thing and the thing. Oh, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, why don't you just uh, just hit the button? It's, uh, it's, it's a picture. Just push the button already. Push it's it one. now. <sighs> so yes. Come three, on. two, one. That's, uh, that's one of the hot takes is um, yeah, all your job's just pushing a button, mm-hmm. right? And it's not. It's not. It's more than that. And I think yeah. that's... Uh, uh, if it's somebody, so it's it, so easy to see an example of that when somebody comes in and buys a DSLR and they're just like, they put it on auto and hit the button and they're like, that's not at all what I wanted. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> so um, I, this is something that you, do, again, I think it's something that you have to delicately like approach and explain to your client uh no it's like walking into a guitar center and picking up a gretchen being like it doesn't sound like led zeppelin (laughs) of course it doesn't you maniac oh my gosh i think also quit trying to play stairway to heaven in guitar center (laughs) i have been that guy (laughs) oh man that's so good i love it um (laughs) 
<laughs> this is, I think, again, something that has to be diplomatically approached with your client. And it's really easy, easy to be offended when somebody's like, oh, well, you just hit a button. Oh, you got an easy, you got an easy job here. That DJ over there, he just switched, he's, he's got to be tape, uh, getting songs ready and knowing what to say next and everything. And you're just hopping around, taking take pictures, pushing a button. I think some of this, too, is with any with anything that you choose as a career path or whatever sure. or hobby you're going to have to swallow your pride and ego in a lot of situations yes. and you're just going to have to make light of the situation i mean it's the same as like I don't know. It's the same as any kind of thing. Like going to the dentist, just clean my teeth already. There's more <laughs> to it than that. We were, we're trying to make these last long, hopefully your whole life and all that. It's just, there's the, I think every career path has that, that thing of like, yeah. of <laughs> what was it? Uh, I think it was an It's Always Sunny episode. Like, can you run the numbers again? He's like, I just, like, no, there's nothing I can, like, oh, run. That, like, that was The I, Office. That, oh, that was, was it? Yeah, when he's running Michael Scott Paper and Company. And he's like, and he's he like, says, crunch the numbers again. He's like, it doesn't work. Like he's like, crunch them. And then he just, like, hits a few buttons on his keyboard. And he's like, no, nope, it's still, still a problem here. Still doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think the more you can use that as a way to kind of, as as a way to connect with whoever you're shooting with and, and to kind of lighten up the situation a little you bit. You can also, if you, and this may, this may come off as a bit of a jerk move, but you can also try to explain how that it's more than just hitting a button by explaining everything that you're doing in one sure. moment. And then the second that they become overwhelmed, which is about three seconds in, yeah. you're like, no, first I have to adjust the aperture. And this is what the aperture does. Yeah. It's going to allow more or less light. Take the lens off your yeah. camera and be like, yeah. you see the aperture? It's yeah. a little hole in the lens and yeah. I got to make sure and it's the like, right diameter. Go into the most complex menu yeah. in your camera and be like, see all these things that I have to change around for this particular thing and then as soon as they start to realize oh this is more than just hitting a button sure um you're operating a machine yeah so you're always gonna run into somebody that's condescending and that doesn't yeah. respect your craft but that's fine yeah. if they're pulling up pictures they took on their iphone and they're like but look what i got and yeah you're like, great perfect yeah. <laughs> what am i here for then can um, i go home now <laughs> so here's another one that i used to face quite a bit uh mm. you're a photographer so you can shoot it right yeah uh, sure no okay a bird i'll do it yeah <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me money and i will shoot it uh no of course not uh, you know if you're a birder a birding photographer a wildlife photographer you probably don't cross over that much or at all into the wedding category if you're a wedding photographer <laughs> you're, you're shooting not... you're shooting the wedding from the church across the street with yeah. your telephoto <laughs> <laughs> why do all of these look like they were like images from the movie rear window <laughs> like yeah if you're a wedding photographer you know you're probably not gonna get a call to shoot like a jewelry catalog and well you might i mean yeah it, that's it, pretty relevant yeah, it's, you're relevant. shooting ring shots yeah well, well, a sh okay a food photographer might not get called to do like uh people are versatile kevin stop trying to yeah but you, them. you don't need to you know you don't need to you don't need to not pigeonhole them either yeah like you some, can, some people don't like shooting those things like i wouldn't go shoot uh i think that what you're trying to get to is don't come in with the expectation that somebody's just going to say yes because they can because they can shoot one thing you, you pulled the thought right out of my brain like you're like just because someone cuts 
like men's hair doesn't mean that you want that person to prepare your like a bride for her wedding. Yeah, with, in fact, I don't like going to stylists. Give her a high and tight, and let's get it get the <laughs> wedding going. You know, it, like Salvatore gives off. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, yeah, that's why I specifically go. Like for example, I don't go to a stylist. I go to a barber. Uh, I I want a barber. I I, I don't know. They had. They can use a straight razor. They, they. This are is more such a good example fades. of your personality, <laughs> and I think it's a good example of my personality and my response. I've started cutting my own hair. <laughs> I my brother cuts my hair if on my guys, front porch. If you guys want to know who we are in one sentence, Kevin. Kevin goes to a barber instead of a stylist, and I get my hair cut on my brother's front porch. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Oh, this is you know quickly, exactly who we are. This is quickly just <laughs> disintegrating. Into... And you know what? He cuts his own hair, but I he's okay <laughs> cutting my hair too. Yep. <laughs> and we know you're. We he's know very you're... versatile as a as a two person barber. <laughs> we know you're listening. Oh boy. Um. Okay. So with that <laughs> I don't said, know that there was any point in that last. There was. There was. It's it's to not it's to not assume uh. that. Somebody wants, if you've got a camera, somebody may come to you and say, oh, you've got a camera. Can you shoot this? And again, something where you kind of have to just swallow your ego and say, you know what? No, that's not something I do. I apologize, but I do have some contacts and I can, and that's, I've done that in the past. And if you don't have contacts, you can give us a call and we can pass it on to any of our customers or whatever. Yeah. We, we put a little message out to each other. Hey, if you know anybody that's, uh. That, that wants to shoot a wedding specializes three weeks from now. in. Uh, I, I'm Go on. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure I was going to continue. That. <laughs> I'm going to leave all the dead air in now. That's <laughs> oh, great. man. I'm the cause of the dead air <laughs> yeah, in this episode, that's though. That's all right. Brought to you by Baja Blast and Parable Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that was not Baja Blast. He's accusing me of Taco Bell. <laughs> Thoroughly. Um, okay, so for our challenge this week, uh, moving to the to the beginning of the end here. What was our challenge last week? Did we have one? Yeah, we had one. Go find your favorite spot or tell us about your favorite spot and send us your favorite spot. Did you go and do any of that? I sent Maddie some of my uh, some images from my favorite spot. But did you have a chance to get out and shoot at all? No, since then, no, okay. absolutely not. I was just, I was just asking. I wasn't like, I'm not checking your homework here. If I just I could, wanted to. I was I in search of conversation. Right now, you're in search <laughs> of conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> forget, if I could create, forget the last 59 minutes uh, of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you're trying to create time. So you're like Doctor Strange oh, over here. here I love it. Right. Cool. But yeah, um, I, uh, yeah. I like it. Think about your challenges. <laughs> Think about solutions to your challenges. Are you good over there? <laughs> well, I don't think either of us are at this point. <laughs> it's just, I'm just laughing. Oh, boy. Uh, so sorry, think of your challenge. What challenges do you face currently with photography? And uh, do something about them. Whether it's trying that thing that you haven't tried before or watching some YouTube videos to inform yourself on whatever you struggle the most with. Or, I mean, calling up one of your photo buds and saying, hey, do you have any, do you, do you want to go shoot? I want to get better at portraits. You, yeah. you want to go shoot and be my model and I can be your model and we can try to try to get good at talking to someone in front of the camera? Yeah. 
But yeah, I dig that. Yeah. Um, or tell us about your challenges and let us help you. Uh, shoot us an email or shoot us a direct message. Slide into mm. our DMs on the gram. Mm. Not in that's that's one place where we would like it to not be weird, but yeah. <laughs> Um, and we can we can try to help you out. Dom just made it weird. Um, so yeah, we uh, those are the challenges that you may face. These are some solutions that you may that you may try out. Uh, tell us about yours. Tell us about how you're going to strategize overcoming your challenges. Maybe you need some help. Shoot mm-hmm. us a message. Shoot us an email. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, Tom, any other parting parting advice before we get into the roll in the credits and get into the quote? I'm just gonna go ahead and like call this challenge. Oh man, I don't know why I couldn't get that sentence out. I'm gonna go ahead and call this challenge uh, like fail, like willingness to fail part two of just like taking on your challenges head on. Okay. And. Yeah, just acknowledge that you're not the best at everything and have exercise a little humility and better yourself and make yourself more versatile so that one of those hot takes may not apply to you even. Yeah. That that could be be nice. Exactly. Um, As always, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Mm -hmm. Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you find your podcast. Share your photos with us on Instagram at the number two weird camera beards or at MPEX underscore photo underscore video. You can also send your images, questions, comments, concerns, prayers, and well wishes to our email, the number two weird camera beards at MPEX.com. And Tom, do we have some special thanks? Yeah, special thanks to our executive producer. Some uh, magical, marvelous, yeah, magnificent. Uh, <laughs> or, or, yeah, Maddie O'Neill, <laughs> making sure that. Oh my gosh, this the past twenty four hours. I'm I'm sorry, Maddie. It's been we we're we're great. Only we're Maddie, o- we're great only because of you. Yes, so, Maddie yeah. got us through the last. We were up texting last night at eleven yeah. p.m. Well, Tom was Tom was asleep or no, I was doing run. stupid things in the house. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Maddie. Uh, also, thank you to the president of Midwest Photo, Moisha Applebaum, the vice president of Midwest Photo, Ken Lewis. Thank you guys for letting us hang out and chat on our Sunday mornings and spend this time together. Also, thank you, Marty, for for all of the years that you've given to Midwest Photo. We really appreciate you, and I'm I'm personally going to miss you a ton, and I'm sure that everyone here will. Um, but yeah, and then you've got a quote that you were going to use. Yes, I do. Let me pull it up real fast here. Some more dead air for you guys. Nope, mm. we're uh, we're not going to keep this. Let's dead make air. it weird. Cut it out. Yeah. Cut it out here. We're definitely not. This quote is from my all-time favorite podcaster and the person who got me into podcasts. I once invited him to have a uh, 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 whiskey with me while he was visiting California, and he never responded to my tweet. Mark Maron? No, Ira Glass. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that since we already talked about it, but <laughs> nope. it's Mr. on the edge of my seat. Mr. Ira Glass. Um, So here's this quote. Nobody tells this to people who are beginners. I wish someone had told me. All of us who do creative work, we get into it because we have good taste. But there is this gap. For the first couple of years, you make stuff. And it's just not that good. It's trying to be good. It has potential, but it's not. 
but your taste, the thing that got you into the game, is still killer. And you, and your taste is why your work disappoints you. A lot of people never get past this phase. They just quit. Most people I know who do interesting, creative work went through years of this. We know our work doesn't have this special thing that we want it to have. We all go through this. And if you are just starting out or you are still in this phase, you got to know that it's normal. And the most important thing you can do is do a lot of work. Put yourself on a deadline so that every week you finish one piece. It's only by going through a volume of work that you will close that gap. And your work will be as good as your ambitions. And I took longer to figure out how to do this than anyone I have ever met. It's going to take a while. It's normal to take a while. You just got to fight your way through. Mr. Ira Glass. I love that. Yep. Go watch the video of that with well, his voice saying it. Because Ira Glass, I love his voice. That's, yes. That might as well be ASMR for me. Ooh. Um, but I was going to say, uh, I was also going to say, whenever I watch that video, it always leads me to like either Portlandia or something from Fred <laughs> Armisen because he he does the best Ira Glass impression. There was, an, there was an episode where he was on This American Life and you could not oh, tell. You could not tell that the difference like between the two. I love yep. that. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the flippity flop. On the flippity flop. Okay, <laughs> bye. Dink and flicka. Dink. Fl-